This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Yo, it's Jay Frost, and I'm this week's guest on the Kicks and Shit Show. What's good, everybody? We are back. It is your boy Gerard and your girl Gabby, episode 97 of the Kicks and Shit Show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Loving, loving, loving our, our studio with our air horns. You know, this is this is my jam. I, I love all this. Anyway, how are you, Gabby? What's going on in those streets? Based on the 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 look behind you. And the, I'll focus on the look behind me, okay? <laughs> and, and, the, and the halfway fading sun, I'm going to guess you're right across the river from me here in New Jersey. Yes, Rod, you didn't see me waving from the other side <laughs> of the this morning. Um, I am back in New York, that's true. I'm here for a couple weeks, which is nice. Uh, excited to not be running around for a minute to decompress. Feels good to be home. I think, you know, as much fun and excitement as there is traveling, you know, mm-hmm. it's no place like home. Yes, often better to be in your own bed, your own routine, your own stuff, your own space. It's just like, all right, man, cool. I'm doing me. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh, so what what else is happening in these streets? Um, were you – no. Yes, maybe you were. Were you at a playoff hockey game recently? I was, Gerard. And I will say – and hear me out on this one. I blame the Mets for how the Rangers – First playoff game went because, you know, New York, everything's competitive. One sport wants to be better than the next. And the Mets had a doubleheader that day. Mm. So, you know what? The Rangers, NHL, they decided to be like, we're also going to have a doubleheader that day and go into triple overtime. And for those that are not as close to hockey, overtime and playoff hockey, I mean, it's like playoff basketball. It's almost like a different sport. Mm a different level of competitiveness even like the refs back off a little bit kind of let the game happen it's it's just a different game and playoff hockey is no different but each overtime period is a 20 minute full period yes you had had, had three more periods three more periods (laughs) aka whole game (laughs) double header aka you know it's a long game when the ymca is played during one of the intermissions and it is the full song maybe you guys dm me i'll show you some of that footage of your girl rocking out it was like my first bar mitzvah at msg (laughs) my Um, first bar mitzvah mitzvah at msg But I mean, it was unfortunate because the Rangers ended up losing that game. They I did. mean, I, Tough one. I know how tired I was, so I feel for both teams. Like that's a lot of hockey, so I'm intrigued to see how tonight's game goes. Well, th- th- that's my question. Like, yo, like you played basically two games. Not basically, yeah. you did. You played two games and two playoff intensity games, and you only had 24 hours recovery in between. Like, or I guess technically 48 because you had one day off. Like, yep. that's. I mean, come on, NHL, schedule that better. You got to go like early in a hockey series, two days off in between something. Yeah, it's a lot. I think, you know, as we're recording the show, it is Cinco de Mayo um, (laughs) and also game two for the Rangers Penguins series. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game uh, on both sides to see. From an energy level perspective, I hope the guys were able to rest. But mm, it's gonna I be know tough. It's gonna I'm be a tough turnaround. So that I'm, I'm, yeah. It's I gonna be a tough that. turnaround. Shouts to uh, Rangers goalie Igor Sh- Igor Shesterkin. I mean, damn, like <laughs> had like a million saves, not in like like seventy something, but still, like it's just kind of like hell, hell of a game, tough one to lose. Um, were you working or just attending? Okay, you don't say. You don't say. You're like, both. Okay. Uh, I know. Oh, I didn't. I, yeah, I mean, weekday games. You know, Jay, and I know you guys don't necessarily know, but as uh, as I've started this newer, new-ish job, mm-hmm. um, I do have a little bit less availability, especially during a weekday game. So, um, bless my Rangers family for having a flexible <laughs> schedule as well. 
Um, I was working the game, but um, wasn't there for the full pregame okay. Uh, okay. set up on gotcha. our side. Gotcha. I mean, we, we've had our team, though. It's been Rangers Town. There's a hockey house outside of the garden. Ooh, cool. PJs at every entrance of Penn Station. It is a whole vibe. It's a party. My New York fam, please check it out because we will be going into game five when this episode comes out. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a whole vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um well, that is exciting. Good for you. Kudos. Um, what else is happening in these streets? Um, you know. How's your M- weekend, Jay? Uh, good. Uh, NBA playoffs have been fantastic. Um, the Golden State Warriors Memphis Grizzlies series has been really, really entertaining. Um, you know, the, the, the Warriors, that kind of veteran squad and, you know, all that championship DNA and know-how. And, you know, John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies and the we ain't ducking no smoke. We climb all the way up the chimney, like, you know, do, doing doing their thing, you know, not backing down, not afraid that series is 1-1. Uh, game three will be over over this weekend. By the time this episode comes out, it would have already happened. Actually, by the time this episode comes out, we should be through game four uh, by the time that comes out. So the series might look very interesting uh, by then. We'll see where that's at. Otherwise, you know, I, I'm enjoying this nice turn of weather. I don't want to jinx it, but I feel feel like the winter coats can go away now i think yeah i mean i'm not one of those people that has like the storage bins with my winter <laughs> clothes like you don't have to get ready if you stay ready <laughs> you, you keep so, them handy just to <laughs> absolutely i mean you know how it is here though like yeah. new york will do you dirty like there's that freak week in like the beginning of march it'll be like 65 degrees everybody's clothes come off <laughs> for me because I'm, I'm like one layer away from a burka pretty much all year round but uh it, it's and then it snows like i mean we've had different yeah. it's like weather snow yeah. all kinds of stuff so yeah. i mean i'm i'm hoping we're over the hump but yeah yeah you never know you never know you are right about that but it is may so you know you mentioned Cinco de Mayo day we're recording this memorial day will be coming up in a few weeks so we are starting to head towards that time of year where everybody gets excited you know Maybe they start showing off those new fits. Maybe they start showing off those summer bods if they are ready yet. <laughs> you know, like whatever. I don't know what summer bods. Relax with that. I, do you like how I said it right after? Like, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Like, it, it's funny. I always joke. I'm like, I think I gained the COVID nineteen during this time. Like, you have COVID. I'm like, everybody, relax. Take a joke. I gained you the know, COVID nineteen. Allergies are nice. getting getting nice. to you guys a little bit. That your humor radar is not so great, but I think that's pretty clever. But you know, um, I yes. stick with four C's instead of three these days. But that's okay. You know, I think there's so many sneaker launches these days that oh I'm gonna have those sneaker streets. You know what I mean? We are, we are getting. <laughs> We are are in spring, so it's time for, you know, looking at, we talked about this a couple episodes ago, different, different, um, purchases, purchases we're looking forward to. I mentioned this summer, some more Puma Low Suede's, um, Stan Smith's, as you know, the, um, Adidas, I'm sorry, the Adidas, God, the Jordan 7, um, hair, the hair 2.0's, um, that looked like an Easter bunny. Um, those are, those are out now because it's, you know, it's got that vibe, right? It's, it's the faux rabbit leather, right? The gray with the with the pink tongue, looking like ears on the inside of a bunny. So all those fun colors and those things that I look forward to are, are starting to make their way back out. Maybe things like, at least for me, I'm not anybody do whatever they want. Things like the cement threes and those like those are kind of getting moved back inside now for you know fall, winter, and more. Of the, that's me for the spring summer looks. Yeah, I think I'm like, this is where I, the time of year where I start to switch some of the highs out for the mids and the lows. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I'm surprised, Rod, you didn't have on your list the uh, the Hello Kitty collab that Nike's doing. Uh, <laughs> you know, your girl is all about trying to get her hands on a pair of those. Um, what? Wait, because I, like, because I like the hair 2.0s, I want Hello Kitty? Heck no. I, I have like the Sanrio within arm's reach at all times. So I'm uh, very excited about that. I also think, um, you know, the Supremes that just dropped mm-hmm. in the light, you know, that's one of my favorites. That's your jam. I, I like the creativity because that's not normally a silhouette that's used as a canvas in the way that Supreme did. Mm-hmm. But I know like a lot of the the retros that are coming out that I've had my eye on, mm-hmm. I still think there's a bit of time. Like the silver bullets, I, you know, I can always yep. use another pair and same with those Zoom flights. So as, yeah. as the weather's also changing, Gabby, uh, the links starting to get back out on that golf course. And then and Nike and Jordan Brand are doing some real cool. Uh, so Jordan 5 lows that are looking real nice. Like they got some nice golf shoes that are looking sweet. So I may have to go ahead and cop me a pair. Because again, 
if your game is gonna be trash, at least you look fresh when you're out on the courts. I was gonna say, I feel like you're wearing your tiger red today, you know, now that we're talking about <laughs> golf. So I am here for it. I also love the Air Maxes that are coming out mm-hmm. uh, in the golf shoes and the different prints. Mm-hmm. There's one that gives me like Atmos vibes with the animal print that mm-hmm. I think are a whole mood. Um, I mean, and you yeah, know, animal prints not only my really jam, cool. but you know. <laughs> Nike's doing some cool stuff though. And actually like our our, our man's Jacques Slade, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, but when he was out at the Hype Golf event out in Palm Springs, our man's was rocking a custom pair of Union Dunks turned into mm-hmm. golf shoes. And I was it like, was. if you guys are not paying attention to golf, from a yeah. sneaker perspective, yeah, man. Take off the glasses, <laughs> get out of your eyes, get ready because that's where things are starting to shift. Yeah, for um, sure. I, I think it's interesting to watch kind of a, how that space is evolving, especially when it comes to sneakers. Yeah, and shout out to our to our guy Jack Slate, a recent guest on the show. Um, he, he's obviously a legend in, in the sneaker game. I'm sure, you guys all follow him and know knows what he's got on his feet. And oh, there, oh, there we go. Hey, there we go. Launching you guys. <laughs> Sneaker wet wipes. Uh, you have, you yeah. can find find him on Twitter and Instagram at, at Custo. Um, he's the man. Uh, shout out to Jock Slade. All right, Gabby. Uh, coming up next, we have a guest who touches the world of jewelry as well as sneakers. So that's pretty exciting. And when I think of, when I think of jewelry and sneakers, I always think about the Swarovski crystals on those uh, on those uh, Adidas. I like the back where your head goes because mine is like strictly for Cuban links, you know, what well, I'm saying? like the 90s. Vintage, so. And there, folks, that is the dynamic that we have working on this show. All right, folks, stay tuned. Coming up next, special guest. What's up, y'all? We are back. Gabby, we're not alone. We are joined by celebrity jeweler, the host of Frostbites, a sneaker connoisseur, a man about town here in these New York City streets. <laughs> Mr. Jay Frost, how are you, sir? How are you? Nice to see you guys. Nice to be on this. It's a pleasure. I appreciate it. Of course, of course. We're happy to have you. So listen, man, we, we start this at this spot with everybody. Okay. When did you first fall in love with sneakers? Okay, so I first fell in love with sneakers at a very young age. So I would say uh, elementary school is where I started like really like noticing it, getting into it. Um, you know, but I was always as a kid, like I look back at old pictures. I had Jordans on when I was like a little kid, like my mom put me in some shit. I don't know. (laughs) But, um, as I got into like elementary school is where I started, like it it used to catch my eye. And at at the beginning of the school year, I was able to go and get one white pair and one like dark color pair for the year. So I would always look forward to that. But I would be picking out some good shit. (laughs) so you were you you were lucky on that end able to mom mom was keeping you fresh and tight uh in in some nice jays there so at that stage right so elementary school so what what were you rocking what were the pairs that you remember going out and and getting with those young days so i'm not gonna front like as much as i was excited about it it wasn't the good shit yet you know what i mean (laughs) like it was just like you know whatever i could get my hands on definitely was nike um but it wasn't like till i got a little bit older where mm-hmm. i was able to grab like the jordans and the mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the, the basketball sneakers and stuff like that that i like but i, I feel like for most kids because you know growing up in, in new york gabby like for us in, in the city like start school year school shopping it was i mean it was almost always nike when you went to the sneaker store right like that i mean for me maybe was, every once in a while you might cop an adidas or something but it's really nike primarily it was when i was a kid it was like nike i would like to say fila mm. it, it was a lot of uh there was a lot of LA gear. Yep. LA lights. BK Dinosaurs. Remember those? <laughs> yeah. Those were there. You know, there was definitely like Reeboks and stuff, but for the most part, it was like Nike was the thing. You you wanted to grab those, you know? Well, Gabby, I told you this story. Like when the Reebok pumps were popular, my mom was like, You ain't getting no Reebok pumps. I got the LA gear pump bootleg version. And I was like, I can't wear this choice. Those were fire back in the day. Yeah, the, the gears were fire, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like I definitely I definitely had a pair of those at some point. <laughs> you know if it's promoted on Double Dare, it is a fire. <laughs> Double that Dare. That for me was where I learned about sneakers when I was like little, little. Before basketball. Oh my God! All right, so you're a young kid. You're, you're you're copping, you know, some nice pairs. When do you really start getting into like, ooh, let me get these J's and let me really. When when was that happening? So um, okay, so elementary school, I was definitely getting into like the basketball sneakers, uh, Nike, like the pennies, Pippins, mm-hmm. and things like that, because that was stuff I really 
um, gravitated towards. Um, junior high, I got my first pair of like, I remember getting my first pair of Jordans in junior high that I like actually bought myself and remember it was the, it was the, the black and the bread, the bread fours. We didn't, we didn't call them bread fours at the time, which is right. black, red and white fours. <laughs> no, that's some new shit. This bread, <laughs> all this stuff. But yeah. And I remember like just liking kind of like the simplicity of it, how it didn't have all the wild stuff on it, but it was just like, like a really neat, clean shoe. I mean, the, the four is a dope silhouette. And I think that was like a test of the time. Like, I like that you say that because we talk a lot about like, what is that kind of next wave of player franchises that are going to really like take off, right? Like there's a, a lot of LeBrons, but it's just not the same. But at that time, like you're totally right. The the pennies were really streamlined and a beautiful shoe. The Pippins, it was something that was about style, not just about the functionality. Yeah. Um, so I really love that. Were you rocking Uptowns though? Um, always. I actually have a pair of Air Forces on right now. Um, uh, <laughs> that's like, that goes without saying, you know, you always have to have those on deck. Um, but you know, I'm okay. So like, I'm not into, I'm not into like the hype, right? I like sneakers because that's something that I just genuinely enjoy, you know? And for me, it was never about like oh, this is the, what everyone's going for. Like, I'm going for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, to this day, like, I'm, 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 don't get me wrong. If there's a hype pair that I really genuinely like, because it's the, you know, the off-white or because it's the Louis Collette, whatever it is, like, it's not, unless I love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm with you. All right. So you're a young man about New York City doing your thing. You got fresh kicks on. How do you transition from a young student, you know, to then becoming a celebrity jeweler? Like, what? G- give give us that journey. <laughs> celebrity jeweler. All right. So I don't I don't ever. First off, the whole celebrity jeweler thing and all that stuff. <laughs> all that is just I don't know. To me, that's a little weird because I'm not like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, like I used to do a sales. I had a sale. I'll make it short and sweet, right? I had a sales job. Um, I was working. I'm from Brooklyn, obviously. I was working, though, at the time in Staten Island, and we moved offices into Manhattan. Um, I was working not too far away from the Diamond District. Loved jewelry my whole life. My nickname is Jay Frost for that reason. I had the nickname since I'm 14 years old because I used to wear a lot of jewelry. It was like silver and shit, but whatever. You get <laughs> whatever. The- <laughs> I got you. Um, yeah, so I would walk to the Diamond District when we had like this little break before we'd go out to the field and sell our stuff. Um, and that's literally where I met Greg. Greg just was getting in the game with, uh, some family. Um, and you know, I actually, the first, this is good that we're talking sneakers. The first thing that I, the first thing we ever spoke about me and Greg was sneakers. He had on a, uh, when I met him, he had on a iced out converse, uh, pendant converse okay. or the chucks. Right. Mm-hmm, yep. And I was like, fuck. I want to buy that, but I want the Air More of Tempo Pippins like that, which okay. is my favorite sneaker of all time. Okay. Um, I made that pendant. That's the first thing we did like ever, you know, like that's the first thing that he yeah. made for me basically. And then the, the rest is history. I ended up quitting my job starting there and, you know, <laughs> after that. And uh, yeah. So, and for everybody out there, Greg, of course, is Greg, you know, he's referring Greg. to, um, and look, like Gabby, I was actually hoping that once he started saying Diamond District, you would do your drop, but I, I, I was waiting for it. You What's know. The drop? Well, she does it. Oh, my Anka Jam. I mean, shouts to Greg Una for having a cameo in Anka Jam as well. You know, yes. shouts, shouts to the flawless era. You know what I'm saying? But. Yes, I was waiting for the uncut jam. That's it. You know, it's been a long week, Jay. But uh, don't pick up on all good. Time. You did it very well, also. So. Thank you. I've been practicing. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I love that though. And I think, you know, we talk a lot in the show about how sneakers are a connector in a lot of unique and different ways. And I know like over the years, like you and Greg have done a few pieces that, that do connect to both of those things, whether they're like 
made for your feet or like made uh, to be worn like as a pendant as like other different pieces. So um, I would love to hear a little bit more just about some of those like custom pieces over the year and, and uh, kind of how they you to where you are now. Yeah. Well, actually I'll, I'll talk about, so my favorite thing that we did sneaker wise, well, probably one of my favorites. Um, we were able to do Air Max Con uh, years back. I think it was like maybe five, six years ago. We did Air Max Con um, and we had our own booth there and we were showing the process of making an Air Max um, pendant. Mm. So they, I forgot which one it was. It was like the new, what was it? The Air, uh, Air Max Zero they came out with. Remember they dropped the Air Max Zero? That um, yeah, that was the year that they did that and they wanted to sh us to show like the process that it would be to make that. So we showed, um, you know, the, the, the computer image and then the, you know, the, the wax mold and, you know, the, the raw casting and the coming out of the tumble and then with the polish with some diamonds set in it already. And it just, and then the final piece. And it was just like a whole bunch of process, like process pieces, which are now up in um, Nike's uh, headquarters, like museum situation. Nice. Look at yeah. you guys. That was like my favorite thing that we did. And it was cool to see people's reaction of like, oh shit, like this is how you guys like, you know, make yeah. them cool. I think a lot of people don't get to see the the process and behind the curtain. So like, I love that, that you and Greg linked up and kind of taught you all those skills. You didn't have like jewelry experience necessarily before that, did you? Um, Just no, we, we, you know, obviously he knew more about it than me because he was there a little before me, but like we definitely like, it was definitely a learning process. So we, we, you know, we're still learning every, everybody, you know, we still learn things all the time, but, um, but yeah, for sure. It was definitely some, some learning involved in this. When, when you're making those kind of custom pendants, how, how many pieces of it are actual diamonds and are, and do the, do the cut color and clarity vary in between each piece? Right. So let's say a guy, an athlete comes in there like, all right, my budget is, I don't know. I'm going to make something up $5 million. Right. <laughs> Uh, whatever. I'm just throwing a random number out there. Well, I, a round number is easy to use, <laughs> right? Is it's like, all right, how many are, are you telling them how many high level quality diamonds you can source? And you're like, look, we're not going to be able to get you all VVS ones here because that's just not possible. But we think the best places to put them are here. You're like, How does that process go? I mean, first of all, it depends on the piece that they're looking to do. Um, and, you know, we'll discuss it first. You know, our favorite customers are the ones that just tell us to do our thing. You know, I don't have a budget. Go nuts. You know, then we can really play. Um, you know, when they have a budget, you know, we might have to make the piece a little smaller or things like that. But we we definitely one thing that that we never do is is cut um, our our quality um, at all because you know we have a name behind it and we we're, we would never sacrifice that for you know just a, uh, to make some money off a customer that we don't do that you know so for the most part. Um, you know, all the pieces that we use are their VS stones and the highest, you know, color that you can, you can get, you know, that's a, we don't skimp anything. Cut color clarity, Gabby. See that? Yeah. Boy knows what's up. Exactly. And three C's for a reason, Jay. Come exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, that's dope. Um, all right. So you're, you're out here, you're, you're in New York city, in the diamond district, not too far from where I am right now. Okay. Um, selling, doing your thing. Um, how is the athlete scene where you are? Like, and does your sport fandom come into play with any of the, the people you work with? Uh, jewelry wise? Yeah. Like, do we have, uh, like, uh, sport, like, yeah. client, mm -hmm. like athlete that? clients? Yeah. I mean, I already know the answer is yes. Cause I've been there when you guys have had some people pull up before. So. <laughs> we just, we just, we just did Russell Westbrook's, uh, jewelry for his, uh, Met Gala, uh, album. Ooh. Look at, I mean, that, look at that. That's a, that's a, that's a nice flex right there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, uh, we actually did him uh, last year also, I believe. So this is the second time we're doing, uh, that for him. And, uh, I mean, we definitely have, you know, kept relationships, having love. I mean, I don't want to start, you know, just, no, no, I got you. No, but you're, 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 you're tapped in. A nice NBA clientele. Yeah, we do. Do have you? Are, are these all guys that you knew ahead of time? Like, what's that relationship process like? I'm sure by now it's 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 referral business by now. But yeah, I mean these are what you know, that like uh, you know, Greg has built, um, you know, or or you know, have come to us, you know, from word of mouth or whatever mm -hmm. it is, um, you know, and we just 
you know, keep that relationship with these, with these people because of the the type of work that we do. And and I guess the, and the personality that we, that we have, you know? Yeah. And, and, and you, you deliver quality for them. Right. And I think the biggest thing with, with those guys is there's a level of um, privacy they also want, right? Like, you're not out here maybe stunting with every piece of theirs on like Instagram and whatever. It's yeah. kind of just like, look, man, like if, if they let you put it out, cool, we will. Otherwise, we're not really trying to do that. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is that our clients, for the most part, on on that type of level, you know, it's not even just like a business situation. They just it's almost like like on some like family type of thing, friendship type of thing. You know, we, it's not phony relationships. These are real relationships that we have. You know, they come to the office, they'll kick it, you know, they'll kick it for hours and just hang out and, and, and we bullshit and kick the shit, you know, because it's just like, it's just, if it's fun, it's enjoyable, you know, it's yeah. not like yeah. just doing like a business situation, business deal. It's, no, it's non, it's not just transactional, man. It's a relationship. That's, that's the key to oh, business. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what the whole business is built on with us. It's like, you know, I feel like that's why we keep these clients, you know, for so long. And that's why we, we, we built it to, to where it is today. I think it's that. And I think you guys know that space so well, right? Like there's so many jewelers out there, but like they might not know the fashion world, like, but can transition from fashion to Met Gala to NBA draft to like a family party or vacation or an anniversary and really understand that clientele. I feel like you guys do that better than anybody else. Um, but you guys don't do just jewelry. You guys like kind of do it all. Yeah. So how did you get into the other stuff? Like between the sneakers and I mean, <clears throat> I'm rocking this dope shirt today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Frost collection special. So like, all right. So the way that I put it, so what separated, what always has separated us jewelry wise from everybody else is that we created a brand, you know, that can be more than just, jewelry you know it expands into so many things we were the only you know jewelers you know greg's uh, doing six to have shoots in the middle of the street and you know we're the only we're the only jewelry brand when i say jewelry brand i'm saying that because that's what people would originally look at us as but like the only jewelry brand getting sneaker deals with puma fila we had a you know greg was on a nike billboard like you know this is not shit that regular jewelers are getting so that's how you know that it's it's more than just that they people these companies see more than just that you know I love that. and that's what separates us because nobody nobody's doing that <laughs> no that, that, that's awesome that's so true um you know and then your personal brand like yeah. i know you especially in the, the last couple of years have kind of you know created your own lane in addition to working with greg yeah. and like i think that's super dope like you guys have just a, a great community between you and rachel and greg and all the different things that you're doing sure. but talk more about like what was the inspiration for some of the pieces like I, i've got my hand sani here <coughs> that... don't dap me any more hand sanitizer but that's that's why this stuff is so yeah. good like if you guys don't if you have if you're not familiar definitely check it out yeah. So like I, so I've always had my, uh, I've always had my own brand, um, clothing wise, even as a kid, I used to make all my own shirts and things like that. And I would sell them or give them out in the neighborhood and things like that. So I've always done that. Um, you know, I took, I started taking it more seriously, um, you know, within the last like 10 years or so, I would say, you know, and, and starting to build it. Um, but the concept that I'm doing right now is this hidden message, uh, situation, which is the, the shirt that you're wearing. It says the feeling is, isn't mutual, but you see the feeling is mutual. So that's like what I've been doing. Um, and it, it literally took off, you know, and during the, during the pandemic, when people, a lot of people are slacking is when I put in like the most work and I, cause there's nothing else to do really, but just like, you know, put your mind to something. Um, and that's what I did. And that's when it really like, you know, and now, now I'm in Urban Outfitters. I just got a, a situation with Urban Outfitters. So, yeah, we saw that. Congratulations. I mean that. But Greg, what you're saying is, you said you were making shirts and stuff when you were a kid. You, I'm sorry, Greg Shay Frost. Okay. My bad. Part of the, the uh-huh. part of the universe. That's what it For, is, that's right. right. Part okay. of the Greg is Freudian slip. No, but you you you've been an entrepreneur your whole life since you were a kid, right? That's just how your brain works and operates. So for you, it was never about some. I imagine, and you don't have to tell this story, but. The whole sales thing, the not you probably weren't really digging that. You're probably like, ah, this is all right. I mean, but. what my sales job before this? Yeah, before. Yeah, I mean, yeah, listen, yeah. I was always in sales for the most part. Like I could sell shit, but like, you know, <clears throat> I know where where my heart is. Like I know where mm-hmm. where you know 
You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100. It's it's your passion and what you always wanted yeah. to do, and you had that opportunity once you once you connected with Craig that you were like, oh, I can do this, and now you've branched out. Branched out. Uh, you got Frostbite your your show, which which deals with food. You're you're a big foodie big guy. Talk to us about the Frostbite show and how that all evolved. Man, so all right, so like I am huge on food, right? Like, not even like a lot of people uh, have the misconception of like I like like fancy places and mm-hmm. not about mm-hmm. that. It's just like in general, I like food. I like street food. I like good restaurants. I like fancy shit, but like I like it all, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm, I'm the kind of guy that, like, people go to, like, what's the best pizza spot? What's the best halal spot? What's the best, mm-hmm. you know? That's, like, always been my thing. So I always would post on my Instagram, you know, everything that I'm eating. If you look at my highlights on Instagram, it's all food, right? Yep. People would always yep. be like, man, you got to tell me where this is from or you got to tell me this and that. And, and uh, you know, I've always was like, you know, should I do a food thing? And everybody's always telling me, do a food blog or do this or do that, you know? And then, you know it just became a thing where it's like, let's, let's freaking go for it. You know? And it's, it's the power of the internet and social media and how, I mean, think about it, right? If social media didn't exist, you could have still had your own show, but the the path there would have been much more arduous and a lot different. Like it's just a matter of, I'm, you were going to put that up on Instagram anyway. All right. So you did it. So now it's up. People are asking, all right, let me do a little story. This is where it's from. Now all of a sudden, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000. Oh, yeah. okay. And now people are like, yeah, we got to put you on a show. I mean, it, it's, it sort of, it democratizes everything. Sure. And because you're, you're just a regular guy from New York. So it's not like you're, you know, some cultural critic and it's like, no, no man, this is the dude I know like who lives in my building and we can just chat about, yeah, man, go to that spot around the corner. That, but that kind of authenticity and relatability makes it so much more attractive to people versus I, the other I way. I agree. I agree. And, and that's the feedback I've been getting. And that's what's making me keep doing it. Cause it kind of just was like, let me test this shit out, you know? And you know, I'm having fun with it. So love it. I think that's what it's about though, is the authenticity piece. Right. Like, and I feel like I know like you and I DM about sneakers all the time, but I'll be like, yo, where, where's that, uh, where's that vodka sauce from? I was like, that was yeah. bomb. And like, I, I like that you keep it real where it's like, oh, maybe I got takeout today cause I'm working late or it's not just about to your point, like the highly stylized, yep flat leg and the this yeah. and the that it's like that right meanwhile even when you're talking about this i'm like wait but where is the best yeah. pizza in New York? and you'll be surprised like <laughs> i'll get people hit me up more about like the like the the street food type shit in like the in like you know then then when i go to like a, a good restaurant or something they'll be like where the hell's that from like in that tin you know <laughs> i believe that though it's like that spicy rigatoni from carbone everybody knows that yeah. the, the other stuff it's like the street food it's more like an if you know yeah. you know mm-hmm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot. Where is the best pizza? Defara. M-U-J, Defara Pizza. Nobody's going to tell me differently. I don't give a shit. You know, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. There's nobody telling me any different about Defara Pizza. Their regular slices and their squares are insane. Their, their square, squares are insane. Okay. Okay. Write, write that down, folks. There's a bunch of other ones, too. Don't right, get me, me wrong. Like, we're talking New York pizza. Like, there's tons of shit, but like I'm gonna vouch for Defara always. Also, rest in peace, okay. Dom. The owner uh, recently passed away. He's, he was making pizzas till he was 82 years old. So, guys, I'm like, wow, legend. wow! Look at that, look at that, folks. You get look at that. Well, you come to New York City Avenue J, Defara, head over there, get yourself a square or a regular slice. Don't matter. It's gonna be good. All right, I'm, 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 and on cut gems. All right, I'm gonna flip it on you now. Where is the best? chocolate chip cookie Shit. in New York City. I, oh, I just I just did a Frostbites at um, Chip City, um, which is a pretty fairly new cookie spot. They got like the big, the cookie itself kind of looks like the top of a muffin, let's say, but it's like crispy <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the outside. And then when you crack that thing open, it's, it's, like, it's like, how the fuck is this not the best cookie? Like, it's amazing. So they they they're right right now. Those are my favorite chocolate chip cookies for sure. Like okay, sure. Okay. Chip look City. At that. They have like eleven locations. So it's, you'll find. see that, folks. You look look at the knowledge yeah, you're getting here on this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know we're not going to let you get out of here on this, at least on this segment, without talking about some sports. You got your Yankee hat on. So how you feeling about the Yanks? I mean, right, most wins in the MLB yes, right see now. That, I do know that much about it, but I'm gonna keep it real with you. I haven't followed <laughs> baseball in forever. 
Um, I'm from New York, so you're always going to catch me with a, with a Yankee hat. Um, I got you. For the most part, I'll go to games here and there and shit like that, but I, I'm definitely not hardcore into it, you know, like I maybe, I was never like super hardcore into it, but I definitely knew more shit like when Jeter was playing and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do know that they're doing mm-hmm. really well right now, you know. How could I not? I'm looking around. You're like, so I'm happy with that. Shit, you know, anyway, even if I didn't. <laughs> uh, what about hoops? You a Knicks I'm a guy? Nets guy. Uh, okay, okay. Uh-oh, Gabby, Gabby, Gabby's like, but Look, here, here's the thing. Again, yes, I'm a Nets fan. I was a Nets fan when they were in Jersey um, because I'm a huge, I say huge, but like you'll ask me shit and I'm like, I, I definitely fell off how I used to be, but I was a big Jason Kidd fan. Um, okay, okay. Again, like I don't do the hype shit. Jason Kidd, one of my favorite players of all time. He was a, he was a great um you know all around player he didn't give that much of a mm-hmm, of a shit mm-hmm. about scoring he wanted to make sure everybody else scored so he mm-hmm. was just like a real team player with the most assists and all that stuff um and then when they moved over to brooklyn i'm from brooklyn it's like no i'm gonna be a right brooklyn so you said easy, no brainer i get that I like on the other side of the river i'm like they left us they left us <laughs> yeah Jersey, but so. you know <laughs> shit like that also i'm not like listen i'm not against uh, the Knicks or anything like that. Like I went to, I went to the Knicks game. Like I don't, I'm, I'm a New York fan, like whatever. Right. I got I you. That. I like that. New York over everything. Yeah. I'm with you. There's All no right, vibe. folks. Listen, man, you, you just got some gems from Jay Frost, but stick around because coming up next, America's favorite segment, shoe and tell presented by another lane, the premier digital marketplace for dope kicks. Now I have a feeling he's going to have some New York kind of vibe shoes. We were, I mean, he's wearing uptowns right now. So that that's already that's already out there but i got a feeling guys but anyway stay tuned what's good y'all we are back and you know what time it is america's favorite segment shoe and tell presented by another lane you like that right i had a pen like a little a little pointer i I was i I was writing and doing something and i was like oh crap (laughs) i'm like the pen's still in my hand let me talk about it uh listen y'all know about chad adina jones sneaker galactus mr sneaker galactus uh doing their thing Make sure you head over to anotherlane.com. Check it out. Find out all the information uh, about what they're doing. Great stuff in the sneaker community. Now, Jay, Yo. this is this is your show now. So you just show us what you got. Tell us why you like it. The floor is yours, my man. Got you. Again, I will state this again. I am not with the hype shit. All right? You guys are going to learn today. And when I say you guys are <laughs> watching this shit, I'm not with the hype shit, man. I'm with the 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 genuine passion for the game. And for the shit that I enjoy, all right. So I ain't pulling out no uh, no no off whites right now. Even though I got a couple <laughs> pairs, I'm not. <laughs> Wait, that's my favorite thing. Wait, I got them, but I ain't gonna pull them out. Yeah, I got a couple like the ones that I really fuck with. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know, and, and, and things. Like that. All right, so we're gonna start off with my favorite sneaker of all time, which I mentioned in the first segment. Yes. Um, we got a fresh, fresh, fresh pair. Ooh. Brand so new out the box. The Love Air- the Air More up-tempo. Second time I'm seeing those today. <clears throat> Say again? Second time I'm seeing those today. I was, I was out running this morning. I was like, oh, look at my man with his Air More up-tempos. These are the Air More up-tempos, the original color. And I'm going to tell you real quick. What am I supposed to talk about? Like how how I like. Well, you know, you, wh- why you like it so much. The, the story, all the things yeah. about all the things. Cool. Easy peasy. You ready? So I remember being in, I believe, fourth or fifth grade. Do you guys remember the East Bay catalog? Of course. Of course. Okay. There's a lot of people that don't know about the East Bay catalog, right? Are you a sneaker person if you don't know about that East Bay catalog? That was the yeah. only way to like really see what's yeah. on, right? So I was scrolling through this East Bay catalog that I subscribed to and I was getting all the time. And I came across these in there, right? Because that's the only way you knew shit was coming out when you went to this shit. I saw this and I was like, what the fuck, man? I was like, I remember specifically in my head being like, the fucking balls that Nike has to write the word air so big on this fucking sneaker. I want those so bad. I wanted it so bad. And I used to sketch, I literally used to sketch sneakers all the time. Like I was just big on sneakers. Like the air bubbles for me are just like, that shit is everything to me. Like literally, like I used to look for shoes with the most fucking air bubbles because it was just fire to me. You know, this is the best sneaker of all time. And when I say that, and again, fuck the hype shit, but this was my favorite sneaker way before fucking Supreme hyped it up and did their own shit, which those were cool, whatever. But like, that's when the majority of people that mm-hmm. like 
sneakers and all that shit started getting put onto these. Now they mm-hmm. come out of every fucking color, all this shit. Every color. They're on mm-hmm. Euphoria. Yeah, yeah. Which is all over Euphoria. Yeah. They're all over Euphoria season two. Yes. And like I'm not like I'm not mad at it because it's like, yo, let my right. let my favorite shoe flourish. Like I don't care. <laughs> but this was my you were you you were on it you were on it early you you you've been on you've been on that game way before it got fifth grade man and I know that because they didn't even have all the bubbles I I was mad because my boy in school had a bigger fucking foot you know he sprouted fucking early and he had all the bubbles that's the grown up size versus that grade school size that's it back in the day yeah half a size apart or a size apart he had the fire shit and I had the the weak ass but I had him. Yeah, your size has a Y next to it. You're like, why are you shit out of my ass? Why are there no bubbles? Yes. Why are there no bubbles? Yep. Very good. So that's my favorite sneaker of all time. Nobody's going to ever fucking change that. Um, I feel like you shot a three pointer with that sneaker, by the way. I don't know what what the hell. Yes, right. (laughs) We love it. We love it. Okay, next. We're going to get. Let me keep it regular for a second. Okay, so. We're going to keep it. With the with the with the Ooh. black and red twelves, which now everyone with this bread bullshit, but they're black and red twelves. I don't know where the fuck that came from. I don't understand it. There was never nicknames like that with colors, but whatever. It's Gen Z. They don't want to say four words. This was black, fucking black and red twelves, uh, uh, right? Which I used to. I remember being able to walk into fucking Models at six o'clock at night and grab these with no problem. Not wait on. Yeah, now now you ain't buying no no Jordans on no shelves in Model. I mean, wait, this Model's closed mm-hmm. down. Oh yeah, Tells, man, like, that makes me very sad. Shout out to Model. But here's a here's a side fucking creep creep note here that is gonna change everything right now. And you let me know. Maybe somebody's spoken about this on on your on your podcast before. But this is our first creep note, so probably not. again. This is our first creep note, so I don't know. I think they're going to get an answer. Definitely a little weird and creepy, but best smelling Jordans of all time are the Jordan 12s. Okay. Okay. That is the first that is the first time on here. First time we heard that. Glue all colorway or just this colorway? Every Jordan 12. Okay. I mean. Test. All right. Yeah, we're not, I'm gonna have to put that to Sneaker Galactus. See what that, he says. Like that, Chad, that what do you think about that, bro? Glue smell on the twelves. <laughs> Jay Pro's getting high off the factory glue right now on his twelves. <laughs> Don't kill me for this one though, but that is the best smelling Jordan <laughs> of all time. Fucking nobody's gonna tell me differently on that either. Okay, Love it. Do an ASMR the for that. <laughs> not a real sneakerhead anyway. Okay, what's next? Only feats. That's what's going on. Yes, only feats. Yep. Jesus. We um we mentioned uh Jordan fours were the first uh Jordan that I remember Mm -hmm. buying like myself in in in, like junior high school. And we spoke about the breads or whatever. I'm not gonna pull out the breads, but I will show you probably one of the best colors they've done. The best colorways. You tell me if I'm bugging, but this is like. I knew oh, I was. Uh, I, 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 yeah, that, that is that that is Gabby's jam. Like that is one of my. Goals. It's like really yeah. like one of the best things they've done with yep. a four in, in 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 a long time. Like there's tons of fours that are fire. A lot of fours are fire. Like the white. I mean, these are literally the fire Jordan. These are just fire. It's so freaking clean, man. Like the new buck is just so like. Mm-hmm. It's just clean. Yep, that is Gabby. You knew that was coming, huh? That's, that's your they jam. Even, I was hoping they don't even crease and this is fire. I, I oh. know they nice. Wait, hold that up for one second because I know we were talking about midsoles with the bubbles. So when I got my pair, I thought I got God because I don't have that extra hump in the midsole of mine because mine are I have a Y next uh, to the size. I got those yeah, mm-hmm. sizes, so it's a little bit different. You don't but, got oh, the, you don't that, got the hump. Perfect. No hump. Yeah. No. No hump. No no yeah. <laughs> Love those. Oh, I mean, so shout, 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 shout out to Nike for the air technology, man. Remember when that first came out? Everybody was like, "Yo, look at that! It's got a bubble." Yo, let's talk, let's talk about how back in the day, um, you can you can send a popped air bubble into Nike and they ship you a new pair. It's true. Pop, it's true. Pop yep. those fucking air bubbles when the shit's got dirty. <laughs> you do a little pin situation, a little on the side. 
Shout out to my my cousin put me onto that shit. He used to pop these air bubbles. My cousin, my cousin Merrick used to pop, he used to. I don't know if he's even remember that, but he told me that I remember having this conversation with him. He might not remember, but like we, he used to pop air bubbles and then we send them back. Nike caught on to that shit though. Like everybody was. Like, oh yeah. They were like, yeah, nah. You ain't, yeah, they used, nah, to, throw, nah, they used yeah. to put them through like some sort of forensics test. Like, nah, nah, bro, you did that shit yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> the pin dot right there. Yeah, but you used to send like, yo, you could literally, you could literally send these back, say something's wrong with them or whatever, and they'll ship you a new pair. And if they don't have that color, they'll ship you the newest color. Hip, hip, they're hip to the game now, though. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I, 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 I might know. still be able to do shit like that, but not like pop it yourself. But you might. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, no, back yeah. shoes and they sent. I don't know. Uh, oh, no. All right, what, what what we got next? All right, now we're gonna switch it up a little bit. Damn. Yeah. I checked to say I think this might be my favorite shoe and tell segment ever. Yeah, I'm you're you're loving it. Uh, for all of this. Very right cool. Now. Um, we're switching it up. We're going to Reebok real quick. What? Like it? What? Like it? Like I said, I ain't doing the hype shit, but. I feel like this is for you, Jay. <laughs> Oh, got the Reebok Shaq Gnosis. Now, yes, this is, this yes. is my favorite Shaq sneaker, even though I got some pumps and shit like that. But this is my favorite Shaq sneaker. Again, this is like, so this is like the same type of situation to me as the air really big. I just gravitate towards like this like crazy shit. I thought that was so cool. It's bold. And Shaq's 20-something foot. He used to put these shits on. And it was just like nuts, you know? <laughs> so love it I love that, love that. bold excellent choice with the, with, with, with the Shaq logo pulling down the rim there these are, and these are really comfortable <laughs> and this was before Shaq went with his own brand in, in, in um, Payless and shit like that because he, he mm -hmm. has the same mm -hmm. logo he, he took that whole situation that's where Shaq made the majority of his money if you look that up oh yeah he's, he made some stupid money off that uh, Payless uh, Shaq shoe deal Shaq is a very smart businessman very smart businessman, like across he the board. used to shit yeah. on him, like, oh, you're in pay less. He's hundreds of millions off that shit. Yeah, exactly. Paying more for that shit. That's he right. like, he like, he like, I don't care. It's not Nike or Reebok. <laughs> I got a hundred, hundreds of millions and of dollars. <laughs> I think he still has some kind of Reebok situation because they keep putting, they, they've been putting out like the Shaq Gnosis with his logo. So I don't know. Um, okay. These last ones are. Mm -hmm. probably something that you're not even close to thinking I'm pulling out. Cause again, it is not hyped at all. This is like, the, we, 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 we like no I have hype. no idea where we're going with this at this point. So I'm, are you guys I'm, familiar with the, um, air max two up tempos? <laughs> Yo, look, see, this is how, you know, someone is a real sneaker head, right? Like, when they're pulling out their collection, and again, there. He, he he mentioned, of course, he's got some off-whites and whatever, and there's a Jordan 4 in there and blah, blah, blah. But yo, again, shout out to our boy Waz. If you're really into sneakers, all your stuff ain't going to be the hype stuff, yep. if you're really well, into this. And you can see that. If they drop again, I'm going to grab like two pairs. Like, these are my favorite. These are like my favorite go-to sneakers. Like, I don't think you guys understand. Just this colorway. Like, I have a few of these, like different colorways. But just this colorway where it's got like the blue and the yellow bubble, it's a little fogged up because these these haven't dropped in a minute. But like, and it's got like the blue the blue netting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, Bits yeah, are so like fire, that. bro! Like, like so <laughs> fire. I can't, like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, you're gonna have people on here and they're just showing all the crazy like shit everybody's seen. Like, you haven't seen those in a minute. You, you know? Have not, have so, not, no. And that that is, but again. That's how you know you like what you, you, you like what you like, right? Because nobody's ever gonna change my mind where it's like, oh, you have to wear with you know this and that. I wear whatever the hell I like, and you know that's it. That's that's how that that's the reality, people. Jay Frost is telling you it don't matter about those other things. Wear what you like. It doesn't matter what the hype things are. If you don't like the hype things, forget that. Go like I'm gonna tell you, like. you right now, I'm gonna put this shit out there. Um, everybody talks shit about fucking. Uh, what is it like Jordan mids and shit? But bro, the mids, oh, I yeah. am for mids. Oh, let's go. Let me I explain something. Mids. Like I will I have a few. I, I have some mids. All right. I'm gonna wear mids. Uh, I like mids. I don't know where the fuck that even came from, great. bro. Like some of the hot. Shit, I don't know. Where some of the hottest either. shits are mids, bro. Like I got wild ass Jordan one mids. I got wild ass uh, Air Force one mids. Are you kidding me? Like the fucking ones. Oh, oh, can I grab one more real quick? What? 
Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I have to say, you know what nobody talks about though? And Jay, I feel like we've talked about this before. Yeah. Fours. Yeah. Kind of a mid. Let's be honest. I mean, we fours, threes. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's Come on. listen. I prefer, I prefer a mid. Listen, I, 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 I love the OG ones. I love highs, but like, yo, a mid, I, I, they wear better. Come Me on, personally, bro. Like, with the NYC on it, with the fucking, school. these are on. I mean, Daisy had that yeah. picture in the projects with the, with the, with these on. You know, laying in the lounge chair with the quarter waters. Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. But Listen, nobody man. needs on Air Force One mids, though. That's the thing that's so funny to me. Like. That's a mid that nobody talks about. Right. Jordan 1s right. are for whatever Jordan reason. Uh, that's because when Jordan 1s became like the go-to shoe, like you used it the other day, right? You were up, well, not the other day, but last year when you were flying to LA for SneakerCon, um, how, oh, I, I knew I was going to SneakerCon because everybody had Jordan 1s on the plane, right? It's like when yeah. it became the shoe that everybody decided was like the shoe, that's when it like all that mid-stuff hate came in. It's like, I just what? feel like I cannot take someone seriously who is on the Air Jordan 2 bandwagon if they're going to hate on Air Jordan 1. Mid. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like... You do not get to be a part of this well, conversation. Thank yeah, you. don't even get me started on twos. Like I, I love, I'm, I am a two fan, bro. Like I am so excited. Just starting to bring some twos out. They are. They are. Right now, I do not really stand for twos myself. They're not my vibe, but that's okay. Listen, you like what you like, but yo, Jay, man, this has been a pleasure. Tell the people where they can find you and all the stuff um, you're doing. So my Instagram is the letter J and then Frost. So J F R O S T, the word Brooklyn spelled out. J Frost Brooklyn. Um, and for my uh, merch and things like that, the website is J dash the dash J dash frost.com. And for all things jewelry, it is gregyuna.com. That's right. Look, look at that. <laughs> look at that, man. No, this was this was a pleasure, man. We really appreciated having you on. And folks, we are part of the Count the Dings family. Of course, you can find us there. Our podcasts are on Apple. Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, all that stuff. Uh, you can find us there with Woke Bros, with the Original Bomb Show, with Crypto Bros, with the Winning Time Podcast, and with Rap Names, and of course us. And we are at Kicks and Shit Show on all social media platforms. And until next time, peace. <laughs>